0: Hey friend, welcome to the Beauty Inspires Beauty podcast, where we are all about taking inspired action towards showing up as the most confident and authentic version of ourselves. My name is Jess Bergio and I'm a multi-passionate entrepreneur Dedicated to sharing the behind the scenes of how others created a life and business of their dreams. Each week, you can count on multiple episodes bringing you an inside look at how you too can create the life and business of your dreams. Life and business isn't meant to be done alone. Join the Beauty Inspires Beauty community where we connect each week to share our goals, dreams, and aspirations every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. we are again it's the regina and jess show i mean we haven't come up with an official name but i think that sounds pretty good what do you think
1: i mean it is the i mean it's always the regina and jess show when we're together so i feel like (laughs) this is super appropriate and i think your boyfriend would agree that when we're together it's the regina and jess show
0: (laughs) i I think i get tambourine when we say that like it's like every time when you watch andy on what's that bravo show and they say a special andy Cowan. Only the guests can see uh, yep. to take a drink. So we're like, whenever we say the Regina and Jess show, you have to drink. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Whenever we say one of our names to one another, you got to take a shot.
0: Yeah, shot, shot. Or as we like to do is coffee shots, like highly caffeinated. Is Highly.
1: I'm so caffeinated right now that I had to switch to water.
0: Yeah, and I probably will say three words at one time. So I'm sorry if you guys have to listen to this in actually slow-mo versus a lot of times I have to speed podcasts up to because- they talk too slow so hopefully you guys can keep up and you're you're listening to us on your morning walk or on your drive to work and you need a good laugh but you also you know want to hear what really goes on in our crazy brains when we talk about business when we get together and we brainstorm about how we can take over the world because at the yeah. end of the day we're just two girls who love collaborating we love talking about big ideas we love geeking out on what's trending and what's mm-hmm. going on in social media we've both figured out a way to play in the game yep. versus let the let let the game play us
1: if you will exactly we've been around the block long enough that we've seen a lot of things and like i'll say like we might not we might not be the best and the smartest duo, but we will outwork a motherfucker. <laughs>
0: I definitely need like a drum set. But a, yeah, <laughs> you know, that's the thing. And, and honestly, that one line that you just said is truly the only thing that I could differentiate from me and other people that I used to work with mm-hmm. in the one environment. It was like, what made me more successful in a way. Why was I busier? Why did I have more clients? Why was I making more money? And I boiled it down to that simple fact. Like
1: I will outwork
0: somebody. Like I just will. Yeah. Um,
1: Same. and And I, and people, you know, for me, Jess, people always make an assumption that because I'm a lawyer that I'm like very smart and like, listen, I'm not a dummy, but also like I barely got through law school by like the skin of my teeth. Like the fact that they let me in is funny. So like, we're just scrap. We're scrappy, and we'll we'll work hard, and we'll figure out how to do it,
0: right. And I think that's the key in anything, especially in this new world of online marketing, social media, business pivoting, whatever fancy words are going on right now. Um, yeah. You just have to be resourceful and scrappy, and open to the the path not being super clear or it being a straight line or easy or any of that shit. And that's what we kind of decided we wanted to dive in and talk to you guys about today because, you know, we've been around, like she said, for a while, but together we've been around for the last like three plus years since joining Fast Foundations Mastermind together in early 2019. We were just talking about when was that? It was like early February of 2019 and 2019 doesn't sound that long ago because it's right now we're recording in the middle of summer in 2022. But, you know, three years of um following the trends keeping up with what's going on with business really going back to the foundations of our business and how to kind of start over to really slow down to move forward so we were like we've been introduced to every which way that you could make a business the woo the masculine the feminine the flow the alignment all the manifestation you name the word we've like tried it on to see if we liked it soul coach business coach Confidence coach, you know, <laughs> coach to be the tour. Like we've literally done it all. We've done it
1: all.
0: <laughs> she was an attorney. That is the title. I am an attorney. I have a law degree. I was a beauty professional. I was a yeah. hairdresser. I had a cosmetology license. It was a very easy, clear thing to say what you did. Exactly. When you switch into a new new situation, sometimes it's not like you applied for a job and that's the job title you have and then you just follow these set of things and you show up and check the boxes. This was so different. This was like, huh, I kind of am interested in that. These are the things I know. What can I create with that? So we both have been on a journey together, but separately in, in all of these aspects. And we were laughing because we want this to be a funny episodes that you guys tune into each week with us. We want you to get something out of it, but we also want to, to keep it real. And yeah. so a couple of things popped up on social media that we were like, should we <laughs> talk about this? And then we're like, yeah, because both these people that we, we saw that spoke about these two different, very different, but similar, um, yeah. things on social media like made us both feel some type of way and we mm-hmm. love the word triggered but it was good triggered it was like hmm I feel like this I wonder if other people feel like this right
1: well and I think sometimes we can be triggered not necessarily like my childhood trauma is coming right. up trigger but right. we can be I am often triggered to reflect on something and triggered to think about something and as a very spiritual, I consider myself a very spiritual, conscious woman who's on a journey. Yes, you are. Um, I am also a very savvy, business-minded woman. Yes. It's really interesting to watch the trends on how people market on social media. And I often, one of the things about marketing that you will all learn about me is that I believe in truly aligned, authentic marketing. I will never sell a product and say there's three spots left when there's really 100. I will never do the Grant Cardone fucking FOMO marketing. I hate it. Um, I will be honest and in in integrity in what I say. And so I'm seeing a lot of people, you see a lot of people as you go around the block that jump on bandwagons. So um, there was a spirituality bandwagon a couple years ago where people were all of a sudden exploring the woo and you know and i and i genuinely do think people go through phases of exploration but i also think there's phases of things being really trendy and i think spirituality is something that has been really trendy and it hasn't been fully integrated by the people who are using it so now we have a new bandwagon and jesus christ is hot on the press again and everybody's going back to jesus in the bible which to each your own go on your own journey like I if that feels good for you do it if it doesn't whatever I just have reverence for my version of spirituality and it's not a bandwagon so I am a little bit offended by those people but anyway um well, well let's
0: just give them some backstory because we are two girls raised very differently but in the catholic like yes. I mean and I always love to share that because some people like are so elusive to like their there's what they were grew up and they don't want to mention yeah. what it is as to not bad mouth anything like we both love how we were raised like with yeah. that like background and that rooted in faith and Jesus and all the things but we have both taken what we've learned and expanded it through spirituality in many different ways, Regina, in a lot different ways than me and me and maybe like some muted down versions of that. But I've always been one to be curious about how other people connect to source, to God, to the universe, whatever that may look like for them. And how dare I ever judge? Like that was one of the things that kind of pushed me away from, you know, a strict Catholic upbringing was ever the reference of anything else not being right. And so wow. you, you, we all have the discernment to hear something and then take it and make it our own totally. And the same with any information that is out in the world, uh, relate the Bible to the book of business, to the standards of how to d- develop a personal brand, how to be an online marketer. There are people like she just said that will teach you the scarcity, FOMO hard sell, crazy launch, you know, back them into a corner until you get them to say, yes, take all their money type of marketing and sales. And then you have Reg and I who love the flow and the authenticity of, Hey guys, I just launched this amazing new thing. Maybe you'd like to join me and be a part of something. And this movement, like we never guarantee shit. We just guarantee that we want you to come along on the journey with us, which is why We wanted to talk about these things today too. And I I love that you said it like the Jesus loving I love I love people that love Jesus. Like my son goes to Catholic school for God's sakes. Like but like a sailor, does that make me less Catholic?
1: Well Um, and I also think just like a caveat to what I said is that whatever you believe, like whatever I believe I hold in the highest and I and I hold it in the highest respect. mm -hmm. And I believe these things because I've spent time studying and understanding them and I have a great reverence for them. And then I also have great friends who are really Christian and that is their reverence. And they're, they're just, they're not like just jumping on the bandwagon because it's like the thing that's trending and that's what bothers me. And so we're seeing this thing lately where a lot of business coaches who were super spiritual, who were super woo are now kind of like poo-pooing plant medicine and ayahuasca, which by the way are super sacred medicines. They are things that, they are modalities and medicines that people for hundreds and thousands of years have been sitting with in ceremony. They are sacred. So like for somebody to poo-poo ayahuasca or certain plant medicines is like me poo-pooing Christ on the cross for certain people. So it's one, it's fucking offensive. And two, people are poo-pooing it in the name of business and in the name of Christ, because it's trendy.
0: Well, and you're leaving out, I would say a 99% of the majority of the people who are even poo-pooing it have never even fucking done it and probably don't even know anybody in in their close relation that has or asked what the experience was even like. And yeah. I think society as a whole, and not to offend anybody, but obviously if it offends you maybe, then you needed to hear this. Um, People put such heavy expectations on one thing solving all their problems. If I become a Christian, all will be well in my life. If I do ayahuasca once, my whole childhood trauma will go away. If I sit with, you know, this or that, then it will dissolve all of my relationship issues. And
1: that's Or it'll make or it'll make my business successful. Or it'll fix a multitude of things.
0: Right. And yeah. unfortunately, like I hope this doesn't make you want to go jump off a bridge, but like no, there's no one size fits all or one fix it to life or business. Like you can't eat one salad and get skinny. Just like you can't have like one cheeseburger is not going to make you fat. I don't know how many times I've used that stupid analogy, but it's so true in the context of what we think like I'm going to take this one course and this one coach is going to change my life. Now, you could have a very life-changing experience that starts to get you out of your own way yeah. to create space to do the momentum and the things and I think that's what we wanted to talk a little bit more about today about how these different modalities and these different courses and classes and like exploration of things have helped us and then it's for you to choose which path you want to go on because another thing that we were you know half joking about was this um call out around being in your feminine or being in your masculine and i mean in 2022 and you really, we can't really relate one set of constructs to being masculine or feminine. I think things have been so blurred now in a great way, in a way that I never even, I mean, I'm only 41, but like, could you imagine our our parents seeing the lines be blurred? Like it is, there were such gender roles for so long. And I mean, this is on the heels of, in some states, abortion being um, totally taken away. It's like, wild what is going on right now so to say one thing is feminine and one thing is masculine like to each their own to call them what they are
1: um yeah well and the thing that started the conversation around this is that we i saw a post on instagram and the post was basically saying if you're pulling cards if you have spiritual practices if you're doing these things like you're not building a business you need strategy you need sales you need this you need that and the comment that I made to Jess before we started recording was, it's not, that's a super masculine comment. I believe, and in my experience, I have needed both, okay? So I I will talk business strategy systems. My brain works in systems and strategy. But also, you are a human being that runs your business. So... I always like to say you are the energetic container that holds your business. And if the foundation of your container is not steady and level, the business cannot grow. So if the human is suffering on a physical level, so your health, your nutrition, the way you move your body, on an emotional level, if your nervous system is jacked, if you have unresolved trauma, Or on a spiritual level, if you're not in alignment, that will all affect your business. So for certain people, pulling cards and journaling is huge for their spiritual life. And that means that, sure, you can have all the business systems and processes and lining up sales calls. But if you're not energetically aligned as a human, it's not all going to work.
0: Uh, not even kind of and the people that have found success in the quick wins but haven't developed that sense of self and haven't done the personal deep work and the word deep is so like you not know, to each their own right it's so subjective it's subjective yeah so i don't yeah. want to like, say it like well if you haven't done it deep enough if you haven't gone you know into your traumas enough then you won't be successful but when you are just getting surface wins when the money or the you know, accolades or the acknowledgement is all that you're rolling off of like it will never feel like enough if you haven't figured out why you're doing the certain things that you're doing why your dreams are what they are and a lot of times it takes sitting with yourself in in the ways of like that you do all the time uh in meditation in HAPE, in it's medicine that you need to get to that deeper level. Some people need that in order to unlock the stuckness of themselves being in their brain rather than in their body. And that's where breathwork has changed both of our lives, yours even more so than mine. But for me, I was able to release so much anger and stuck shit because I was able to learn how to breathe and push through it. For, for me, breathwork is active meditation and it's yeah. great. Breathwork is phenomenal for everybody, but it's extremely powerful for people who have ADHD or who have a hard time yeah. quieting their mind or who drink six cups of coffee a day and then okay. try to sit still. It, yeah. It's very difficult. And yeah. it's, it's very difficult to get the benefits of meditation if you can't clear space in your mind. Um, and there's, there's no right or wrong way to meditate, but this for me was the way I found that I actually could get deeper, get into my body and actually start to regulate my nervous system so that when things happen in business in life, I was more, um, responsive rather than reactive.
1: Yeah. And I, Yeah. I think like the biggest takeaway from all of this for me is you need to have a regulated nervous system. And so we all regulate. There's lots of things that work for lots of people, but different things work for different people. So whatever that thing is or those combinations of modalities are... That regulate your nervous system is the thing for my mom one of the things that regulates her nervous system is praying the rosary having the beads going through the motion with my grandma puts her to bed right um for me regulating my nervous system comes from sitting with my hoppe the plant medicine I sit with doing breath work having quiet white space like working out right so eating a certain way so if regulating your nervous system comes from prayer in whatever form beautiful Um, if it comes from pulling cards in the morning and setting an intention beautiful whatever you need to regulate your nervous system I think it's like nervous system regulation plus systems and strategy like that's that's I think like a winning duo for me.
0: I couldn't agree more. And a lot of times there's systems and strategies with the woo. Like I strategize my morning to have the woo in it. Meaning if I don't create that time for me to be able to clear my mind, I can't creatively like do podcasting all day long and write the things yes. I need to write on social media. If I'm stuck in the, you know, the, the strategies of getting shit done, it, it doesn't, what I need doesn't get done. Mm-hmm. Um, and coming from a creative background, like, in the beauty industry, like, there's so many different facets of people in that industry, you could never say there was one way to get from A to Z, there were so many ways. And so that's why like both of these um, things, we, we saw two different posts actually on social media from two different people. And then we've actually seen many different ones like this, that people we know, we don't know, um, people that kind of run in, in the same kind of circuit as, as us. But you know, I wrote a whole program, uh, when I first stepped into this coaching space for the beauty professionals to make six figures. And it included things like budgeting and systems and like backend stuff. And I was like, okay, this is all great. Like, this is definitely things that people in my industry need. But I ended up taking it from a 12 week course down to a, a seven or eight week course that was all around mindset and personal development because mm-hmm. I knew you could figure out how to budget if you got out of your own way as to why your budget's fucked up now. Right. You had to, get to the root of like why you were causing the shit you were causing in your life before I could actually give you the strategy to create a budget plan. So totally. it, it was in the doing of that course that I realized like what I like to talk about and, and what I love to teach about. And it was in the process of coaching people through this that they too realized, wow, I, I, you know, in this, we, we find a lot of times people come to you for one thing. They think they're stuck in sales, right? Okay. I can't sell anything. I'm not selling my program. Yeah. Well, what is the mindset behind why you can't sell it? It's Mm -hmm. it's the limiting belief, it's the self-sabotage, it's the, you know, analysis paralysis, it's all of those things that need to get dealt with before you focus on your first sale. Because let's say you get your first sale, then you're going to do the same thing each and every time you get a new client. You're going to self-sabotage when you're working with them, you're going to have limiting beliefs and not be able to help them as much as you think you can. Like it goes so much deeper than I can't get a sale.
1: right? It's right. al- there's always layers and levels To why things are not working in your business There's a reason why I wish I knew the actual statistic But it's why people buy Business, so many business Courses and hire business coaches And join masterminds and do Really nothing with it The strategy is, like, we're not fucking Recreating the wheel here Like, you, everything, like, I teach On business strategy, everything Jess Teaches is Googleable like we're not recreating the wheel but the real issue is that there is an underlying thing happening that holds us back from stepping into whatever that is and i have found that it's often an unregulated nervous system unresolved childhood trauma and things that people consciously and unconsciously are unaware of right. and you can't oftentimes we can't see it in our in our own reflection we need somebody else to reflect it back to us I my own shit like I am now like my business is now in the space where I consider it very successful and getting more and more successful and it's taken three years of unrelenting self work to get to this place and it's not the strategies haven't changed like I haven't learned anything groundbreaking it's just that I as a human have done tremendous work, which for me inv- has involved psychedelics and plant medicine, which has involved breath work, which has involved prayer and meditation and journaling and h- spending thousands of dollars on, me- thousands and thousands of dollars on mentors. Yes.
0: Um, yes. To all of it. And and I, we we also, you know, not to, you know, ever make you feel like you're never going to catch up, but there's no better time than to start now. If these are things you haven't started working on, if you haven't dove into some of the modalities she's talking about, but you've been curious about them. Our DMs are always open. You can ask us any questions. We're not the experts on all of it, but some of it. Um, but we know people who are and we always know the next best person to get you the information. Okay, right. and so that's the thing about getting curious and asking better questions and that knowingness that you feel right now listening to us be like, fuck, these girls are right. Like there's certain things that I've we are, as a society, love to blame things for as to why we don't have what we want. Um, mm-hmm. It's always it's always us who's in our own way, right? Like, why didn't right. I try that thing? Why didn't I start the thing? Why didn't I do what I say I was going to do? I really mm-hmm. wanted to be in shape for my vacation, but I didn't put the work in. And wow. it's like, that's the part, that's the meme I want to make. Like, we're we're where did we as a society think that we can just post on social media once or twice and we're going to wake up millionaires or we're going to one post is going to go viral and then what <laughs> then what then you're nobody you're like a one-hit wonder like millie Vanilli. and if you don't know who that fucking guy is or those people are you go look them up you're welcome <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow you really just dated yourself no with that, <laughs> I know, that, is, that is
0: that is an old lady reference
1: but also also i still haven't gone viral <gasps> why am i gonna go viral what the fuck?
0: <laughs> Listen, that's the thing. It's like going back to what I said earlier, what is your why? Why do you want what you're wanting right now? What is it that is not great that you want to change? And it's getting really honest with what you've been doing to get where you're at now. If you're good with where you're at, hang up the podcast right now. Send this to somebody who you know is not good with where they're at because there's two there's two there's two things you can do here. You can make a decision Mm-hmm. to get unstuck and to figure shit out by any means necessary, or you need to get really real with yourself and be like, you know what? I actually don't want to do that much work. I don't want to work that hard. I mm-hmm. don't want to do the deep inner work. I don't want to learn how to meditate. I could give two fucks about what these bitches totally. are talking about. I'm actually pretty happy in my life. And you know what? I had a coaching client once say that to me. She's like, I actually feel bad that I'm happy in my life. And I was like, my brain was like, <laughs> This was when I was running my beta test group with my first group of coaching clients. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our good friend Arvin Anderson challenged me to hit up five people that I felt safe with that knew me, that I knew to practice my coaching with. And so we met every week, these five girls who were all in the hair industry. The one that I'm talking about was one of my old assistants. And she loved her simple life she loved it. she dated the same guy for a really long time and they waited forever to get married and then they waited forever to have kids and, and she, all she wanted to do was just be a mom and work a couple days a week and you know she said yes to letting me coach her but i was at this place where i was like let's take action what's your next thing what do you want to be yeah. doing and she was like i really am just happy and i want to find a way to be like even happier with my life yeah. and I was like, How profound is that? So maybe that's you, maybe you just want to find more happiness with your current situation and more is not necessarily what you need. That's okay too. This is also for, you. I'm not trying to kick you out of the podcast, but I'm just saying, sometimes we just need to get really real with ourselves that what do you want? What is it that you are feeling called to do? Is it more, is it a whole different career change? Like both of us went through, I mean, that's scary shit and that requires a level of commitment and dedication that I have never played at. I don't know about you. I mean, I know you had to get through, you know, law schools. So that was the level of dedication that was needed to show up. But for me, after 22 years behind the chair and stepping into a whole new space, I, I'd, I was like, okay, you're either in or you're out. There is no toe dipping in this. Like if you're going, yeah. you're going in and there are for sure going to be days where you want to quit and go back to what was working or was kind of working totally. or kept you happy enough or was making just enough money for you to like, say you were doing the thing. And that's a long time. 22 years is a long time before you say this isn't as good as it's going to be for me. Like Uh I want more and that's okay. And you're pushed against society right now. That's what my whole book is about right now is unbecoming who they told you to be like, and that was to get in your own lane, do your thing, be just enough successful to where people didn't hate you uh because you were too rich or you were too successful but like just yeah. get right there and just kind of like fit in and then just like do just enough to get by and then like have just a good enough relationship so that you're like not miserable but like you're not really that happy and just put your head down and do the thing um and for the pain of being stuck in that was too much for me that's when i finally decided to make a change what about you like what What – I mean, if you guys have never listened to Regina's podcast and this is the very first time you're meeting her on my mind or hers, like, you got to tell the story of
1: you're under the table. It's just the best story ever. Oh, about how I left practice, how I decided to leave practice? Yeah. so (sighs) –
0: Okay. (laughs) therapy session, bitch.
1: So I practiced law for seven years and about – two years before I left practice, I was at this point in my career where I had kind of done all the things I wanted to do. I went to law school despite the odds. I'm from a family where none of my sisters are even college educated. Um, I put myself through college. I put myself through law school. I was a trial attorney. I was a federal trial attorney. And then I got this job in private practice. And I was doing all the things. I Was do it working the best cases? I had a great position. I was a litigator. I was doing all the things I wanted. I had a partner in Philly. I we had a house together, and I had this moment where I had a massive panic attack in my office. And like I had panic attacks all the time. I was always sweating. Like that was just like a normal state of existing, but this was different. And I remember I closed my office door and I was like hyperventilating, and I actually had to lay on the floor. And i was in a pencil skirt and a pair of louboutins and like i had my feet up on my chair and i was laying on the ground with my arms stretched out like a cross and i just laid there and cried and i remember hearing this voice say your life doesn't have to be this hard and i was like well what Like, this is my life. Like, what am I going to do? I'm a lawyer. I'm a law professor. And I just heard, like, bitch, you got to figure it out. But, like, life doesn't have to be this hard. And I remember laying in my office looking at the four gray walls. And I was like, do I want to spend the rest of my life in an office, like, making money for someone else? No, I don't. And so then that launched me into personal development, mindset work, spirituality, launching a side hustle, hiring a business and life coach to then eventually within two and a half years, leaving my practice completely um, and launching my businesses.
0: So see, we all have different, you know, stories and we all have things of like, you know you think you see someone as an attorney they've made it that far in their career like that's that's admirable like you're doing the thing and anybody who gets into law knows how hard it is and knows that it's a strenuous 80 hour a minimum you know yeah. to get to the top and you're climbing to partner and you're trying to be a professor and do all the things and you know, there comes a point where it's okay to change your mind. It's okay to say, mm-hmm. "I thought I wanted this, and I no longer want this anymore." Totally. And that's where tapping into the feminine and listening to your intuition, and you know, channeling that space out through meditation or breath work or cards or woo whatever, whatever right? Prayer to find yeah. out what it is that you are truly, you know, missing or craving or you know, need to heal. Because a lot of times we do things in the proving right? Me proving that I could do something for 20 plus years came from my mom, you know, saying that I used to quit everything. You quit before you start, you, you stop when it gets hard, you're just bored, this, that, whatever. And so I stayed and I did, and I opened the salon and I checked all the boxes just to say, huh, I did it. Yep. And, and, and it's like, I got to that point And I'm like, when I hit 20 years, when I hit 21 years, when I hit 22 years, and finally, this is the year, this is the year I'm stepping away from, um, trading time for money behind the chair. Yeah. And I never knock anybody for still being in love with doing what they do and, and I think to each their own. But when you grow to a place where, you know, like your soul needs something different, you got to give, you got to give that to yourself because, you know, I talked a few podcasts ago. I lost a dear friend who was only 32 years old. He didn't, he doesn't get to see out his life after spending majority of his childhood as a meth addict and on the streets in New York, like he had just started to turn things around and make a difference in the world for himself, for his family. And he's gone. So. I I think about situations like that every day when shit gets hard and I get confused and I don't have strong clarity around what I'm supposed to be doing each and every day. Like I used to in, in an industry that I spent 22 years. So, you know, having compassion for yourself and having tools to support yourself, whether they're through the church or whether they're through, you know, plant-based medicine or breath work or whatever the things you know that you need. Yeah. That's the gift you got to give yourself no matter who it offends, You know or any of that and and to each of each of those people that we saw post that if that's the box they need to stand on in order to feel rooted in their decision like i honor that but i also don't don't play the game like you don't of ever making someone else feel like what they're doing to support themselves is shit
1: well and i also take the position like You know, the one post that we saw that was basically like, you just need Jesus and nothing else. Like, I don't agree with that because that's that. And and this particular person, like um, they they don't just have Jesus. They have strategies, they have systems and they have a whole team. So don't minimize it and say you just need Jesus because girlfriend we know that you've had a lot more than Jesus on your side. Yeah. And the other person who is saying you just need systems, processes, all the things, yeah, that is a piece of it. And I 100% agree with that. But that's missing the whole side of your nervous system and your self-regulation and the things that are different than just systems and strategies. So I do disagree with both because I think they're both missing like big pieces
0: Right. And unfortunately, like social media only gives you a snippet as to what someone's trying to say. And usually like we try to catch people's eye with a quick little reel. And that's the problem when you don't get to hear someone's sentence. That's like what the news does. They only show you the like scary part and then they leave off like the other part of the story that would make you find a soft spot for that. Right. It's like that negative propaganda in order to sell. Both of them were pushing into these ideas that, you know, if you relate to either one then they're your person to work with or whatever and again um hey if it works for them cool if that if that's what they want to do like it's all good but you can't leave out parts of um of the rest of it like i how was it i mean i know we're running on 45 minutes here i'm gonna tie a bow on this but how was it the other morning when i freaked out and sent you that podcast that triggered me
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, Jess, why were you – Jess, um, will you explain to them why you were triggered by the podcast?
0: Well, I'm just going to tell them who it is because anyone who listens to the Beauty Inspires Beauty podcast also knows who this person is, and so, like, maybe this will make her want to come on my podcast, but the episode is of Britt Siva with the Thriver Society, and she was talking about – fuck, I can't even remember now. Was it the – um. The, fir- the first time I ever brought her podcast up was when she talked about the recession and she kind of left out some of the pieces around getting through a recession. And I did a whole episode on that about not being scared, about not like playing into that scarcity mindset of, of all of that. But I think I think what we were talking – what the heck was I talking about? What got me so fired up? See, I can't even think about it you now. Were
1: fi- you were fired up about it because, one, you didn't – you were fired up for a few reasons one is you felt like there were missing pieces of information shared in the podcast and also you were unhappy with the dismissive tone or like the tone of things
0: yes I I like want to pull the episode up because I feel like you you didn't like I I sent it to Regina because she oh I know what it was it was around um industry educator realities Um, she it's episode 240 that she did on her podcast, industry educator, realities, rates and opportunities. Okay. That's what it was. Okay. So being that we are in the industry as well, which is like personal development, coaching, mentoring, all of the things, Mm -hmm. the part that she was alluding to, I think that kind of like got me was we were talking, she was talking about numbers, about how people get paid and how, you know, some people feel paid to like, you have to get paid a certain amount to show up and to speak or to be part of someone's audience. And there were parts that were being left out because I think sometimes we feel that everything needs to be transactional. And while business is about making money, I agree, your network is your net worth. And yeah. often, if you're starting out or if you're trying to break into the education industry, you need to put your licks in. You need to be offering services or you need to be offering your time or you need to be offering to take the trash out. Like I talk about on this podcast all the time to, to play in the realm of people who are doing the things you want to be doing. And so, you know, if you feel like, well, I make this much money behind the chair during the day, I'm not going to come do a keynote or I'm not going to speak or I'm not going to talk into your group unless you pay me this much. Um, it kind of, there was a period there. And I was like, yeah, but wouldn't it feel amazing you to get in front of other people's audiences so that they could learn about you and you could maybe give them a different perspective. And in turn, they might follow you or listen to your podcast or download your freebie or come to one of your classes. You know, there was those missing pieces in there. And I think I get that, I get that, that like hard stances sell. I get that when people make bold statements that gets people listen to us, we're talking about it on our show. So it works, but at the same time, like I always want the, there's two sides of the truth to be told. I want the whole story to be shared. And that's one of the reasons why I started this podcast was to pull back the curtain to see, like there are lots of ways to get from A to Z. And we always see the after, we always see the successes of the people on social media and they are showing their fancy cars and they're living the life. Like, I wanna know how you got there. Like, tell me the real, real, tell me how many free things you had to fucking do. Tell me how much money you had to invest to get where you're at. Tell, tell me how many times you did a launch where no one signed up. Like totally. I love that when we hear, we see the transparency. It took me five years to get here it took me six months to even get one person to da 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 da. like we want to know that we're relatable because when you're trying to do something new and no one knows you for that thing like it's going to take some time um so if like we said in the beginning of this you need to tap into the woo if you need to experiment with different things to find your place in this like honor that and give yourself that grace around it because it's a
1: long game well and i agree with you i think like I love when people share, you know, our mentors, Chris and Lori, like they talk, they openly talk about the fact that when they started with their network marketing business, they were broke as a fucking joke. And they have started, they went from nothing to building. And I think like, you know, I appreciate and respect people when they really are honest about the journey. Something that my business coach says a lot, which is so true, is that there are certain factors that like, they they are what they are and you can't change it and they're kind of like your it factors and like certain people have it factors that maybe help them more along the journey you know so like for me i i'm three years into business and that is when i tell people about my businesses a lot of times they're like wow that's so fast like wow how have you built these businesses so fast but like i also always say well yes but also remember I have a law degree and I practiced law for seven years. And while what I'm doing is different, the strategy and the systems and the way I have built was born out of an education and an experience that I was seven years in practice and four years in school. So it was 11 years Mm -hmm. of stuff leading up to this three year period. So we all have, you know, Jess, you have been a small business owner for 24, 20, how many years? 20, 22 years. So you have, that is one of your advantages that you have is in being a small business owner for years, right? And so we all have it factors. It can be the way we look. It can be the way we sound. It can be the way we speak. It can be our education. It can be our past business ventures. One of my friends, Jess Glazier, she has a great business as a business coach. She's very open about the fact that she has been grinding and building this business. But in the past couple of years is when people have seen like the come up and they're like, wow, she's built this business so fast. She's like, no, I was a teacher side hustling in my small apartment in North Jersey. Like this was not fast. This was like over a decade in the making.
0: Right. Yep. And, you know, this is to encourage not to deter you from stepping into it because the time will pass regardless and you know you will change as you evolve in your life and your business and you know we're just here to cheer you on and to show you that you're not alone and we're always here and our dms like i said are always open if you have questions or if you want to get curious about any of the things that we ever talk about um or if you think we know somebody who could help you we're always happy to connect the dots um because that's really i think what regina and i are put on the planet to do is to be master connectors yeah. um we we love we love doing that i'm a projector and you know i love to just help guide and it's what lights me up i had no idea and you know reg is one of the bosses M- manny, manny jenny right man jenny
1: how do you say that manifesting man- generator. manifesting generator yeah, yeah. well so- and i and i think too like one of my takeaways and everything that we talked about today for all of you is that we are all very different and we require just as unique as we are as humans is like we require unique things yeah. and it takes time to figure out what you need to optimize yourself as a human, as a spiritual entity, How whatever you resonate with, like the business strategy, the systems, like it's not rocket science. And I think that you have to figure out how do you optimize yourself as a human being so that way you can perform and create and do the things that your soul came here to do.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And on that note, if you love this episode, please share it on social media. Tag us. Tag you girls, the Reg and No we need- Tag us. Reg-, Reg and Jess show. Drink. Ding. Um but yeah, send it to somebody who you feel would get a little something, something out of this. It would mean the world to get this uh, podcast out to more people to, you know, entertain, uh, educate, and just like remind you that you're not alone. And you can catch us pretty much every week here on the Beauty Inspires Beauty podcast, along with uh, all the things podcast with Regina Lawrence. We we uh, we love
1: doing this and we love chatting with you. So and if you ever have something you would like for us to chat about, slide into our DMs. Let us know what you're thinking, and we would love to talk about it
0: and will see you on the next
1: one. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you loved this episode, it would
0: mean so much to me if you could share it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out to more people. So until next time, be you unapologetically.